Welcome. Welcome in to Sports Talk Chicago. All gas, no brakes. If you're looking for the same old sports talk, get out. You've come to the wrong place. Hey, we ain't come this far just to come this far, you hear me? I tell you what I see, I tell you the truth. We going hard today. We're fearless, bold, and highly opinionated. This here show. This show is so hot right now. The biggest guests, the hottest takes, and the best interviews live right here. Do you actually remind me of Dan Patrick? Because you ask great questions, you have the knack, you have the gift. On Sports Talk Chicago. Yo, Chicago. Here's your host. The guy's an absolute stud. John Zagul. Whether people like it or not, Daniel Jeremiah came out, and many other mock drafts have come out as well, saying that the Bears will pick Caleb Williams. The Bears will pick Caleb Williams for Daniel Jeremiah. Now, this is his mock draft 1.0. And here's what he says about the Bears and what they're going to do with that first overall pick. Quote, we've seen Justin Fields continue to improve. While I still believe Jim Ryan pulls his decision at number one, will be an easy one. The Bears select Williams, the most talented quarterback in the class. Nine, he also says the Bears pair Caleb Williams with Jared Verse, who's the best power rusher in the draft. He'll be a great compliment to Montez Sweat. Now, that's what Daniel Jeremiah has to say. Now, you could come out saying he doesn't know anything. What the hell is he talking about? But I'll tell you this. That's been the predominant opinion amongst a lot of NFL draft scouts and NFL draft experts so far. We had Randy Mueller on, former NFL GM, a about a month ago now, and he said the same thing. He said that Caleb Williams is a generational-type prospect. How could you pass up on him? I know we've all heard the term generational for every quarterback known to man almost, but if you're Chicago and you're in this situation, the way I see it is this. Justin Fields is not a horrendous quarterback. He's certainly passable as a QB overall, not that great of a passer still, though, has issues that he needs to work out and work on, whether you like it or not. It's true. Fields is going to be entering year four. Two years left. Maybe they won't even pick up his fifth-year option. They're going to have to extend him then, too. There's going to be a serious financial commitment to Justin Fields as well if you choose to stick with him. So the Bears have to make a decision. Are they going to stick with Justin Fields, essentially declare him the QB of their future, and work with him with a new offensive coordinator and a lame duck head coach of Matt Eberflus, or are they going to take a swing knowing that the quarterback salary clock will reset, they could draft Caleb Williams, who is by far the best prospect in this draft, bring in a new OC, who could be Cliff Kingsbury, who currently coaches Williams or just did at USC, and do their best to win football games immediately next year. What would you do? And I'm Mark Janowski. was on this program, and a lot of people uh, tuned into that clip where he said that he would trade uh, that pick, turn it into three first-round picks, and keep Justin Fields. And that's fine. People are entitled to their own opinion. I think it's a smart opinion, for sure. I could see why people feel that way. I just disagree a little bit. I don't think Fields is good enough to be the quarterback of the future for this team. And that's not me being a hater. People always think I'm a hater. That's not me being a hater. It's just me being realistic. The realism at some point has to set in. You know, I was looking on Twitter last night, and um, I'm sure many of you know DeBear's blog, right? He he He's all right. And I, I like some of his tweets that he puts out there, but he puts something out there just about... Um, 
I believe it was the merits of why the Bears should take Caleb Williams, and somebody said something to him, and he's like, hey, you know, you Fields cult worshipers could shut up. And, you know, it's almost as if that's what it is, right? If you come out and criticize Justin Fields in any way possible, the first thing people are going to do is say, you're a hater, and you don't like Justin Fields, and this is unfair, and this is a sabotaged witch hunt. That's not the case. Last time I checked, the same things that Justin Fields is failing in now are the same things that other quarterbacks, whether it be on the Bears or across the league, have failed in before, and it's resulted in them losing starting jobs. Justin Fields, to this day, took the longest time in football to get rid of the football all season, 3.18 seconds. That's an issue, number one. 3.18 seconds to get rid of the football. Worst number in the NFL here in 2023. Fourth quarter passer rating was beyond atrocious, unfortunately for him. He cannot show up in the fourth quarter. He cannot get rid of the ball fast enough, and he misses open receivers left and right. He could run. He can make plays with his legs. He's certain for a highlight reel every single game, which is nice. But in terms of being a legitimate franchise quarterback, There's a difference. There's a difference between being a franchise quarterback and being a human highlight reel. And unfortunately for Justin Fields, he's more of a highlight reel than a franchise guy. That's not to say that he can't be a franchise guy down the road. With the right coaching staff and with the right personnel, I think he could be. Here in Chicago, though, it's not going to work. And considering the situation the Bears are in, which they have a lot of young talent, and they're going to be adding more, and they're looking to win down the road and be in this for the long haul. Paying Justin Fields eventually $40 million is not going to contribute to a winning year, to a winning future. It's not. You're going to be cash-strapped at the quarterback position down the road. You won't be able to sign other people, and then you're going to be stuck with Justin Fields. Look at what happened to the Giants this year. They had one good year they never win, so they couldn't believe that they actually won last season. So they decided to keep Daniel Jones. With 15 touchdowns the whole season. And look what happened. This year they had Tommy DeVito step up and Tyrod Taylor step up. Jones got hurt, but even then, they both outplayed Jones by far throughout the year. And now they're stuck paying Daniel Jones $40 million per year for nothing. And they're stuck with that contract for a while. The Bears have to be smart thinking this through. When you're just about to turn the corner and become actually a fair team, a pretty good football team, right, the last thing you want to do is shut that door too early because you're going to be paying a quarterback $40 million per year to be average at best. Sorry, Justin Fields is not the guy. And if it were up to me, you know, if I'm if I'm making the choice as to who I'm going to be picking or what I'm going to be doing with this pick, you got to draft Caleb Williams. And you trade away Justin Fields. I mean, Mel Kuyper Jr. said last week that the Bears could even get a first-round pick for Justin Fields, and believe it or not, that makes sense to me. And here's why. There are quarterback-needy teams who are going to be looking for a quarterback in this draft. Justin Fields is essentially a draft pick when you really think about it. Caleb Williams, right, Drake May, J.J. McCarthy and Justin Fields. Think about it that way. The Bears should be commanding a first round or maybe a second round pick for Justin Fields, all things considered. These teams are going to be getting a quarterback who 
Still has a lot to prove, but certainly has NFL experience. It could be a C-plus QB. In exchange, the Bears trade him. They get a first or second round pick. They use that on something they really need, like another wide receiver, maybe a center, maybe another uh, edge rusher. And they draft Caleb Williams at one. And they build around their team. And one more thing, Joe, I want to say this, too. Um, Either way, the Bears are in a great position, which is weird to say, but true. Really, they are. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want them to keep Fields, right? But if they do, so be it. If they keep Justin Fields, they're going to have the number one pick, the number nine pick, and other picks scattered throughout the draft. If you keep Fields, you could draft a couple of edge rushers, a center, a wide receiver, and you're in pretty good shape. Now, I don't trust Fields to be the guy at quarterback, but maybe he improves marginally. The team goes 10-7, and seven, they make the playoffs. Conversely, they could trade Justin Fields, get a pick back for him, then it picks at 1, 9, maybe, I don't know, 30 or maybe 50, right? Then from there, you could draft a quarterback, an edge rusher, and a wide receiver, and then a center later in the draft too. So either way, the Bears are not necessarily going to go wrong, and only time will tell whether or not the right decision was made, right? We're going to have to then compare Caleb Williams and Justin Fields' careers over time, see who did better, and see who made the right move at the right time. But I think right now, all things considered, I've seen enough from Justin Fields to know he's not the guy. Now, am I going to say that Caleb Williams is the guy? No, I'm not. Believe it or not, I'm not going to say that yet. I'm not going to say hands down Caleb Williams is going to be some amazing quarterback for this team. We don't know what he's going to be at the pro level. Here's the one difference, though. We know what Justin Fields is at the pro level. And that's not a knock. It's the truth. He could run. He could make highlight reel plays, but he can't get rid of the football in time. He misses open wide receivers left and right. At the end of the day, you're going to be lucky if you ever get 3,000 passing yards out of him. It's true. He's never done it once yet, let alone 4,000, which will never happen for him. If I had to choose between one or the other, I'm choosing Caleb Williams all day long. I really don't think it's much of an argument anymore. The tides have turned, surprisingly. (laughs) During the year, people were really crazy about this whole Justin Fields stuff, but some people still are. There are some outliers out there. But, come on. We've seen 40 games out of Justin Fields. We've seen all that he is as a quarterback, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm not convinced right this second, right now, that he is this generational talent, franchise guy, you got to hold on to him. And the fact is, if we're still questioning whether or not he's the guy, and we're going into year four, and the Bears have the number one overall pick, and a quarterback winning the wings, you know what? That says enough. It says enough. It explains enough about this team and about him. He's a nice kid. He's a solid football player. He's not a franchise quarterback. And if we're still having to debate this, it's going to be year four. The answer is in the debate. He's not the guy. Whether people like it or not, sorry, that's the truth. I want to read some of your comments here, too. We got a lot of, wow, look at this active chat here on YouTube. Can't settle for mediocrity when the other three teams of the division have better quarterbacks than you. Exactly. And Landon, my man, commenting that, you're so right. I mean, look at these playoffs. Jordan Love is going to be a quarterback long-term for this Packers team. You know what I saw that was funny? I don't know if anybody else saw this on Twitter yesterday, but people were making fun of Jordan Love for throwing a fourth-quarter interception. 
People were saying, oh, it's the patented Jordan Love fourth quarter interception. Not kidding. Well, I'll tell you what. And th- these were Bears fans mainly who were happy to watch the Packers' demise in the playoffs. I'll tell you this. How pathetic. How pathetic all of you. You don't speak up when Justin Fields does this every single damn game, but you're going to speak up now in the NFC Divisional Round playoffs with the youngest roster in football. And Jordan Love, who's torn it up all season long, was one bad game. You're going to sit there and say, oh, through a fourth-quarter interception. But yet everybody's deceptively quiet when Justin Fields does it every single game. Right? It's, it's so ridiculous. Jordan Love, it's not even close. Jordan Love is like 20 times better than Justin Fields. And that's, that's not me being a Packers fan. That's the truth. I'm impressed. Look at what he did this year. Oh, well, he had people around him. No, he didn't. He had the youngest roster in football around him. Well, Justin Fields needs more weapons. Shut up with that argument. Please. I don't see anybody saying that for Jordan Love, but I'll tell you this. If Jordan Love had a tough season, oh, my goodness, they'd be killing him out in Green Bay, and people would be bashing on him here in Chicago. They would. It's true. So true. Yet this guy performs with nothing. You got people from the comment section, from, from the... You know, from the back aisle, making dumb jokes about him because he threw one pick in the fourth quarter. Justin Fields does that every single game, and no one says anything. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Jared Goff and the Lions are certainly in it for the long haul. If they win today, they're going to be going to the NFC Championship game, which is unbelievable. I don't know what the Vikings are going to do with Kirk Cousins, but like it or not, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins on my team than Justin Fields. I, I know for a fact, I can guarantee that Kirk Cousins has thrown for 4,000 yards in a season. And like it or not, that's better than any Bears quarterback has ever had in the history of the team, including Justin Fields. So as we sit here and critique other quarterbacks and make fun of them and put them down and put other teams down, let's put everything into perspective. Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins, and Jaron Goff are all far better quarterback options than Justin Fields is today. It's true. So how could you go forward in justifying keeping him when, as Landon said, effectively, you have the worst quarterback in the entire division? And I don't care how good your team is around him, right? The quarterback is going to be important. You might be able to do better next year if you draft a couple of more weapons. Maybe you go 9-8, and 10-7. That's great. But long-term, you're going to be stuck with Justin Fields being a $40 million per year quarterback doing what? Passing for 2,500 yards, rushing for 800, and making a highlight reel play every game, yet missing open guys downfield and fumbling the football in the fourth quarter? That's not going to help you win football games long term. I'm just saying. Great comment, Landon. See, you already got me into a, uh, already got me going there with that comment. It's so true. Derek, you don't wait. Just take Caleb Williams, period. Thank you. I saw a video comparing Lamar Jackson with Fields one-to-one, like I had to make a 30-minute wander on that video. I was so blown away, I just kept typing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and even let's go to that point, right? Uh, The Lamar Jackson-Justin Fields thing, and there's really no comparison there either. Lamar Jackson's an MVP winner. He is a proven winning winning quarterback. He's led the Ravens to so much. They're going to the AFC Championship game. Okay, way different story over there in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, for better or for worse, is an MVP winning and overall winning quarterback based on record. Wins don't matter. Yes, they do. 
Look at Lamar Jackson, how successful he's been. He unseated Joe Flacco, the Super Bowl winning quarterback, because he won football games. He went 6-3 and three as a rookie. Record matters to an extent. And Lamar Jackson was rewarded even as a rookie because he won football games, literally. And to this day, he still does. Now, let's look at Justin Fields. 10-24 as a quarterback, right? Or whatever his record is. Come on. It's not even close. Way different story. Two different quarterbacks, two different wavelengths. They might be similar in terms of physique and overall skill set. Like, they both could run. They're, you know, they both could throw somewhat the long ball. But in terms of execution, there's a gigantic difference, a gigantic gap that probably will never be closed up. Lamar Jackson's always going to be better than Justin Fields. He is. And if I had to choose between one or the other, it's pretty easy who I would take. Don't fool yourselves. Who would you take? <laughs> and the fact that there's a difference, that means that one is better than the other, in case you didn't know.